Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Sealy Mattress Company presents... Calling All Detectives. When I cornered a killer, I didn't bother about a trifle like a search warrant. And learned better the hard way. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. It took me, Jerry Browning, quite a while as a private detective to learn that catching the crook isn't enough. Plainclothesman Dawson and I halted before the door of the dark, gloomy tenement. Holed up inside the building, first floor front, was Eddie Wesley... A versatile gentleman whose accomplishments included slugging, extortion, murder, and the like. I'd been a private detective about two years. This was my first big case. Three months earlier, Dawson had been promoted from uniform to the plain clothes detail. He was kind of nervous, too. Jerry, this Wesley's a tough character. We should call for a squad, maybe. And have them grab all the credit? We're two against one. Let's go in and take this cookie. We went in, through the hall door, reached Wesley's apartment, and then... We took Eddie Wesley. I also took a bullet in my right shoulder. A surprising experience. Jerry, you okay? I don't know. But we got our man. Now call the squad. It took about six weeks for Eddie Wesley to come before the grand jury for beating a small merchant to death, which was about how long it also took my shoulder to heal. And at the hearing... Gentlemen of the grand jury, there has been no case presented against my client. Where is the complaining witness? Left town, says the prosecutor. Never existed, say I. Furthermore... Yeah? That was Mr. Norman P. Duthie in action. A very smart lawyer. And what he did to Dawson and me was just pitiful. This man Browning was shot by my client, it is claimed. We freely admit it. Did he and this Dawson have a search warrant? No. Did they identify themselves? No, they kicked the door down. Gentlemen of the grand jury, is not a man permitted to shoot an intruder in his own home? <laughs> Dawson and I exchanged sad glances. We were through, and we knew it. When Dawson and I tangled with a crook and a smart lawyer, our case got ripped up the back and flung out by the grand jury. I sat in my car and watched as Patrolman Dawson came plodding down the block. Hey, Dawson. Oh, hello, Jerry. So they busted you back to a harness pole, Dawson. The big southerner nodded sadly. They surely did. I reached through the window, grabbed his arm. Look, Dawson, I know you haven't said so, but I got you into this jam, and it's up to me to get you out. No, that's all right, Jerry. Just as much my fault as yours, so let's forget it. I like being on the force. Don't be afraid, Dawson. They won't throw you off the force for simply listening to me. Come on, get in the car. Rest your feet. <sighs> Those pavements are powerful hard on the arches. Hey, 
Hey, Jerry, what are you doing? I can't leave my beat. I'll get court-martialed. That's in the army, you limp brain. Listen to me, Dawson. You won't get out of that uniform for the rest of your life unless we nail Eddie Wesley again and this time make it stick. And I'm the guy who knows exactly how to do it. Jerry, sometimes I wish I'd never met you. Okay, what do we do this time? Easy. We find the missing witness. Ten minutes later, Dawson and I were walking into a big public garage. The kid we want is Larry Anderson. He worked for the man Wesley beat up so bad that he died. The gang had Anderson out of town during the trial, then they got him a job here where they could watch him. Hey, where do you guys think you're going? I nudged Dawson, pointed to a youngster standing near a parked car. That's Anderson. Uh, we want to talk to Larry Anderson. Who are you? I'm Joe Pilon. This is my joint. Beat it. He was about six feet four and built in proportion, and he advanced on us with doubled-up fists. Hit him, Dawson. I stepped over the fallen garage man, grabbed Anderson. Come on, Larry, you've got unfinished business with us. We rode Anderson around town for a while and painted a graphic picture of people who signed complaints and then failed to show up at the trial. I had the sentence up to 15 years for contempt of court. That was Dawson who clinched it. Listen, son. As long as you live, you're a danger to this gang, to Wesley. You won't go to jail for contempt of court. But someday, Wesley might get tired of worrying about you and fix it so he'll never have to worry again. I... I know that. I'll testify. We took him to my hall bedroom and locked him in. For his own safety, we said. Then, now let's go get Wesley. With the heat off him, Eddie Wesley was back at his Green Street pub, a joint where a good percentage of the crimes in town were hatched. Dawson and I walked up to the bar. Sorry, chum, we don't serve police officers in uniform. Oh, so it's you two. Yep, it's us. Any objection to serving me, Mr. Wesley? Well, I suppose not. What do you want? A beer. A tall one. Thanks. I picked up the glass and flung its contents in Wesley's face. Jerry, that's damn right wasteful. Dawson reached over the bar, got a handful of Wesley's coat, and pretending to wipe his face, gave it a good knuckling. Wesley wrenched himself free. You want to start something, don't you? You want an excuse for grabbing me. Oh, me? You're crazy. I'll have another beer. That did it. With a bellow of rage, Wesley jumped over the bar and went for me. Dawson put out his foot, and Wesley sprawled on the floor. He didn't bother getting up. He yanked at his pocket and got me on the other shoulder before Dawson could disarm him. Dawson, I charged this man assault with a deadly weapon in public place. Intent to kill. Arrest him. When we got Wesley to headquarters, we had him on a firm charge. One that would hold him long enough for us to build a new case on the murder charge against him. I was in the hospital again. So Dawson did all the work. Brought in Anderson, had him tell his story and ask for protective custody. Then, with Wesley on ice, Dawson rounded up other members of Wesley's extortion gang, got two of them to turn state's evidence. Yeah? Dawson was always a fine man on detail. And he built a case that got Wesley ten years for manslaughter and got himself not only back on the plain clothes detail, but enough merits to put him in line for early promotion to sergeant. As for me, 
Well, my shoulder healed after a while. I got a fee from the murdered man's family. Not a big fee, but it led to other cases. Like I said, a bird in the hand may be fine, but you can't be sure of him until you've got him safely caged. <laughs> 